0: Miracle Night. Need a miracle? Your miracle is here today, right now. Welcome to Miracle Night. Your miracle is here. Your host, Prophet Jason Lefford. Good evening, guys. Good evening, good evening, welcome to Miracle Night. Welcome to Miracle Night. Um, we're going to go ahead and uh, just do what God is telling me to do. It's kind of different. Um, I usually get into prayer and all this stuff, but we're going to do it a little bit different tonight. Uh, if you would, push the share button. Will you help us share this broadcast? We need y'all's help of sharing it. If you would, push the share button. You guys could help help this ministry a lot just by pushing the share button invite somebody on here invite somebody on here um i don't care who it is just push the share button uh help us help us spread the gospel of jesus christ by pushing the share button um anyways we're gonna go ahead we're gonna go ahead in this guys we're gonna go ahead tonight we're gonna be talking about belief Believe in who God has sent. Believe in who God has sent to you. Now, Jesus Jesus had the same problem when he was here, guys. He had the same problem when he was here. He had the same issues that we have today as ministers. People really don't believe, well, okay, if God talks to me, to you, do you truly believe God has sent me to you? Now, I'm going to show you in scriptures where belief has a lot to do. Hey, Marla, where belief has a lot to do with what you can receive from God through me to you. But you got to truly believe God has sent me to you. Now, I'm going to show you in scriptures uh, a little bit about the word belief. And we know John 3.16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, whosoever shall believeth in him shall not perish. See, they had to believe in Jesus. They had to believe in Jesus to receive Jesus. Hello, Marla. They had to believe in Jesus to receive Jesus. Hello, Lynn. Good evening, Lynn. Um, so here, here's a scripture of John 3 16. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. So whosoever shall believeth in him. See, they had to believe in him. To believe in him. They shall not li- listen. Believe in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You got to believe in the person God has sent to you. You got to put your full trust in what God has sent you. You might get confused by looking at their lifestyle, but it does not mean that God hadn't sent them. See, that's what we do. We 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 demonstrate. We we categorize people through their lifestyle. If if they don't fit our par, if they don't fit what we we have a pedestal, we put them up on then 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 here here's the thing. We put people and ministers on pedestals, and when they cry tight, when they violate that pedestal, they you no longer believe in them, right? So when they when when they when they crack your idea of belief, you no longer believe in them because they don't they they don't meet your standards right what well, what about Jesus when when people was confused why he we he healed on the Sabbath but he cracked their their denomination and their belief and, and and their religion and their their traditions Come on now where am I going with this? Here's where I'm going with this. listen you got to come to a point. That quit judging somebody by what you supposedly believe where they need to be with God. So you don't believe in them no more. Otherwise, they got to fit your criteria. And when you do something to crack that criteria, and all of a sudden your belief in them's gone, just like that. But my friend, I'm not here to meet your criteria. I can make mistakes 50 times it don't mean to believe that God don't stop believing in me when you stop believing in me my god oh I feel the Holy Ghost in here listen it, it, it don't it don't stop God's belief believing in me when you stop believing in me see I've had people come in my ministry and they find fault with me and when they find fault with me they no longer believe in me come on and and, and here's the dilemma here when you find fault in someone, just know you got a bunch of fault in yourself, but it does not it does not stop the fact that God has sent me to you. Come on. See, they tried to do the same thing to Jesus. They tried to do the same thing to Jesus. They tried to find fault in Jesus and everything he'd done to try to meet their criteria but it does not stop the fact that God has called me and appointed me and anointed me and gave me the good news to send to you. It don't stop that. It don't stop me from preaching the good news to you because God's called me, God is anointing me, God is appointed me, he's pointing me to send you to to people like you with stiff necks that don't want to listen and when you got this criteria that you build up and if I don't meet that criteria, I'm no longer in your belief system, right? I'm no longer in your belief system. You you, you see, here's what I'm trying to get to tonight, guys. What you believe God uses, it's not always what he's going to use because sometimes God will use something that comes on the ass of a donkey. Come on. They had the same mentality back then. They thought Jesus was coming in on a stallion, but God used him on a donkey. Be careful in this season, because in this season, God is gonna use the very people that you didn't think he could use. Just because you got, a, you got a criteria they have to be like. You know, a bishop must be blameless. He he, he must be a good wife. And a, but my Bible talks about David had women problem. My Bible talks about the woman at the well that was married to five husbands, come on. I'm talking to people that has this criteria that God may be speaking to you through somebody but you're not receiving it because they don't meet your criteria. Otherwise, they don't meet your standards. Otherwise, uh, God can't be using him because and because and because God can use whatever he wants when he wants. Matter of fact, uh, in the Old Testament, the the prophet was on a donkey and the angel was before him, but the donkey saw the angel, but the prophet didn't. He kept beating his donkey and he said, and the angel spoke to the prophet, why do you keep beating your donkey? He's not supposed to go this way. Even the donkey sensed the presence of God. See, God will use an animal. He'll use anything he wants to as long as, long." as it's willing. And let me tell you something, my friend. God ain't looking for perfection. So quit looking at perfection in all these leaders because you will not find it. But here's what you will find. You will find the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach the good news to the captains and the poor. Quit looking at me in your criteria. Quit examining me in your criteria. Just open up your heart and say, God, whatever you send me, I'll receive it. See that's our problem is men and women of God and church folks, they go in a church and they look at a pastor and they wanna get this criteria going and then they say well I saw him talking to such and such and I saw him, uh, he rides a uh, He rides a motorcycle now. He's got long hair, he's got this, he's got that. See I'm get, beginning to be in your criteria. Listen, I may not fit your criteria but it don't mean I don't fit God's criteria. See, See, God has anointed me. He's called me. He's anointed me, not you. See, that's how people act like. You know what I'm saying? They they act like, well, I got meet to their, meet, meet their puzzle. You know, if I don't fit in your puzzle, then I'm not of God. That don't mean I'm not of God, my friend. You'll be real surprised what God shows me about you. You'll be real surprised what God uses me as. But see, God never uses me. Watch this. God will never use me in the prophetic. I've worked in the prophetic. I've worked in the healing. I've worked in all nine gifts. I've worked in the word of knowledge. I've worked in the the, the gifts of healing. I've worked in them all. But God never does use me in none of them until he puts me around people that believe in me. Come on. Holy Ghost, help me carry this message tonight. Help me carry this message to the people. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I'm recording this, guys. This is going in a book, okay? I'm going to write a book about do you believe in me? I'm telling you. I'm going to publish this book. I'm telling you because there's a lot of people don't understand. This is what they don't understand. Just because you don't believe in me don't mean God don't have favor on me. Come on. They did the same thing to Jesus. They did not believe in him. He had folks that didn't believe in him. And listen, I'm just going to show you in scripture. Watch this. Acts 16. Let me let me give you some scripture on this. I want to give you evidence of what I'm talking about, okay? I like giving evidence. Evidence is where it's at, okay? And Acts 1631 says, and we're in the King James Version, just to let you know. Uh and, and they said um and they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And, and uh, I'm gonna read you another one. Ephesians 2, eight through 10. By grace you are saved through faith, not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by words, lest any man should boast. So see, that all starts with believing. Santa Claus is real, guys. Santa Claus is real. But we gotta believe. Hello, Brown. We got to believe what God has sent us. Quit looking at him like he's some God. See, we we don't understand. Jesus come down here, and they had a criteria he had to go by. Oh, that ain't Jesus riding on a donkey. They didn't even receive him. They did not receive Jesus. I'm going to give you some scriptures, guys. Y'all ready? I'm going to give you some scriptures. Just Just calm down. Calm down. Just calm down. I want to give you some scriptures. Watch this. Matthew 18 16 or Matthew 18 6. But whosoever shall offend one of my little ones which believe in me. It is better for him to millstone. See, it's about your belief tonight. It's about your belief. Do you hear what I'm saying tonight? It is about your belief. Watch this. For the baptism, let me give you some good scripture. Let me give you some good scripture. In Matthew twenty-one thirty-two, for John said unto you, the way of righteous, you shall believed believed in him not, but the republicans, harlots, believed him, yet you have seen it, repenting afterwards and might not believe in him. Watch this, guys. Show you something right quick. In Matthew 24, I'm throwing you some evidence tonight. Just bear with me. I'm throwing you some evidence, throwing you some scriptures in here, guys. In Matthew 24, 23, uh, then if any man shall say unto you, lo, here is Christ, there is Christ, believe it not. See, it's all in your belief system tonight. Well, just listen to it. I'm giving you evidence. I'm throwing some scripture at you tonight. Um Watch his. Let me let me throw some more scripture at you guys. And blessed is uh, Luke, uh, Luke one forty five. And blessed is she that believe for a performance. Okay, here we go. I, I here, here, I'm I'm gonna throw this at you. First John one twelve guys one twelve. But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even unto them that believe on his name. So, so here here we go. What made Abraham right with God? His belief. He believed in God. What made Abraham a friend of God? Follow me, guys. Don't don't leave me. Don't turn that channel just yet. What made Abraham right with God? His belief. He believed in Him. What made us friends? Jesus said, "I don't call you servants, but I call you what? Friends. Let me find that. I, I want to give you guys. I want to give you guys scriptures. You know. You know what I'm saying. I want to give you guys scriptures. Abraham was a friend of God because of his belief. See, you cannot come be God's friend until you believe in him. You do not believe in God when you don't do the things God tells you to do. Did not Jesus say, he said, why do you say you love me but don't do the things I tell you to do? Then you don't truly believe. See my friend, let me let 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 me let me let me let me just diagnose it right quick. Let me let me break it down, kitty style, for you, okay? How can you say you believe in this ministry when you don't participate? Come on, and I'm 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 gonna get the scripture. I'm gonna throw you some scriptures to back this. We have evidence right here in the Bible. What I'm talking about how can you say you believe in this ministry when you, ha- you don't have nothing to do with this ministry? H- how do you say you believe in me when there's no works to manifest your belief? Now, now, watch this. We believe in Santa Claus, right? Who believes in Santa Claus on here? If we believe in Santa Claus, then we go by the Santa Claus stuff and go by the cookies and everything else to prove our belief, now, faith ties into belief. Faith without works is dead. God said, where will I found faith when I come back to the earth? But see, faith is the only thing that pleases God, but faith ties to belief. See, when you believe in someone, you back them 100%. You know why? Because you truly believe God has sent them to you. But you say you believe, but you have no works to, to, to back your evidence. My God, this this is going way over y'all's head. Here's what I'm trying to tell you guys. We all believe in Benny Hinn because we've seen results of people healed in his his crusades, right? Some people say they believe in him, but they show no works. See what I'm saying? When you believe in somebody, you're going to put your whole heart in something. When you believe in somebody, you're going to you're going to back them 100%. You're going to be at the football game every night. I believe he's going to win this game. By God, I'm here. Praise the Lord. I'm here. Bless, bless God. I'm here to win this ball game. I know my son's going to win it. You believe it in your son, but you're backing it by your evidence in your actions. See, my friend, let me tell you something. If you believe that Jesus died for your sins, you will start walking this thing out, not telling everybody you're a Christian, but showing them you are. Maybe I'm preaching to the wrong people tonight. That, maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm just preaching to a wall. So what I'm saying? But here's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Watch what I'm trying to tell you here. Watch this, guys. Let let me give you some scripture, okay? Let, let, Let me give you some scripture here. That way, watch this, guys. Greater love than no man in 1 John. In John 15, 13 to 15, greater love than no man that this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Yet you are my friends. If so, you watch this. Watch it, guys. Watch it. That a man lay down his life for his friends. You are not my friends if you do whatever I command. Okay. I'm going to read that real slow to you guys so you guys can absorb what I'm saying here. Guys, you know, a lot of people just hopping on, hopping off. Let me tell you something. You're going to miss it. The impatient. Watch this. You're my friends. If you do, I'm just going to back up. Let, let me just back up. Just No greater love than any man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. Now, if you lay down your life, you're showing action, right? Of course you are. You've laid down your life for your friend. Jesus demonstrated that for us, by the way. 14 says, you are my friends if, I like the way Jesus puts it, and this is what Jesus said, it was written in red. If, you do whatever I command you to do. See, you're not his friend until you listen to what he's telling you to do. If you don't listen to what he's telling you to do, then you're not his friend. And my friend, friends, let me tell you something. I can minister to you, I'll talk to you on the phone, I'll minister to you, but my friends are something else. See, my friends have to truly believe in me. See, my friends have to be a confidant to me. Come on, nobody ain't talking to me tonight. Listen, my friend has to truly believe in me without a doubt. My friend sees my faults, but he still believes in me. My friends still look at me and say, you know what, Jason, you might make mistakes, but I believe you're called of God. I believe you called of God. And you know what? You can't find too many of them friends. Come on, somebody. All friends that say they're friends, they're only your friend until you make a mistake, and then they no longer believe in you. Listen, a true friend will believe in you no matter what. A true friend, and that's what Jesus is saying here. No greater love than any man that he laid down his life for his friends Yet you are my friends if. See, I don't know about y'all, Now I want to be a friend to Jesus, don't you? I want to be his best friend. See, 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 the thing is what Jesus is, he's demonstrating what God did in the Old Testament with Abraham. My God, this is so good. It's going right over y'all's head. Abraham was a friend of God. The only reason he was a friend of God because he believed in God. He believed everything God, and he also did whatever God commanded him to do. So you can't become God's friend unless you do what he tells you to do. My God. Right over your head, huh? Maybe you'll get it. Hey, you can go back and order the book. It'll be on Amazon. Hello? It'll be on Amazon. God told me to put this tonight in a book. So this is going on a book, so be patient. Be patient. Now watch this. If you do whatever I command you, John 15, 15, John 15 13 through 15. Watch this. If you do whatever I command you, "'Hencefore I call you not servants, "'but I call for a servant knoweth what his Lord doeth, "'but I call you friends. "'For all things I have heard of my Father, "'I have been made known unto you. "'You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you.'" The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. I don't want to be called. I want to be chosen tonight. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I want to be chosen. I don't want to be called. The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. Why? Because few believe in him. Few believe in him, and few become his friends. My God, my God. Listen. Listen. I want to be Jesus' friend tonight. If I'm his friend, I will obey everything he commands me to do. That's what made Abraham right with God. Listen, few are chosen, but many are called. My Lord, my daddy was called to preach, but was he chosen? That's a powerful word. See, my friend, I don't want to be called. When you call a bunch of cows up, you ring a bell for dinner. They know to come eat. But when they're chosen, you pick each individual one of them out to give them a special feeding. I want to be chosen tonight, don't you? See, Joseph was chosen. Joseph, the king of dreams, was chosen by God. Why? Because he gave him the coat of many colors. Let me tell you something. That many colors represented the covenant of the rainbow of, of Noah. He said, I will make a covenant with you. See, when you're chosen, you got a covenant with God. It don't matter how bad you are, how ugly you are. I don't care. Listen, David, watch this. Abraham was a friend of God, but he lied. You, you, everybody tells me, oh, God ain't God ain't with you you just told a lie. Well let me let me go back to Abraham. Let, let's just go back to Abraham. Abraham had a covenant with God. Do y'all know that? God made a covenant with Abraham. And when you're chosen, you got you live under covenant. You live under covenant with God. When God makes a covenant with you, my friend, it don't matter how many times you mess up. Come on, somebody. This is going way over y'all's head. And listen, I'm going to tell you something. It don't matter how many times you mess up, you still have a covenant with God. Why? Because you're not called, you're chosen. You're not called, you're chosen. There's a difference between being called than chosen. I don't want to be called. I want to be chosen. Why? I have cho- Listen, I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth, bring forth fruit, fruit that shall remain, and whosoever shall ask my father, whatsoever you shall ask to my father in my name, May he give it to you. These things I command you that you love one another. Here's what I'm saying tonight, guys. I want to be chosen. I don't want to be, hmm, I don't want to be called. I want to be chosen. How can I be chosen? Let's back up to verse 14. John 15, verse 14. If you are my friends, if you do whatever, it don't matter if God tells you to go outside and, 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 and dance in the rain, do it. I don't care how stupid it may be. If God tells you to sow tonight, if God tells you to get on here, and just, you know, God told me to do this, and God told me to, do whatever he commands you to do. Henceforth, I call you not servants, for servant knoweth not what the Lord doeth, but I called you friends for all things that I have heard of my Father, heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Let me tell you something, my friend. I saw Jesus' face in 1999. God took me out of my body, and I saw the Lord Jesus Christ's face. Let me tell you something. When I saw his face, I had the same experience that, that, that Paul had on the road to Damascus. It changed my life. My life's been different ever since. Has my life been up and down? Have I made mistakes? Of course, guys, of course. We all are going to make mistakes. We're all going to fall short of the glory of God. Listen, Romans 10, 9 says that. We all have fallen short of his glory. We strive every day to, gut, to, to become part of that glory. What's the glory? What is the glory? What is the kingdom, the power, and the glory? Listen, the glory is God. That's the glory. Because Jesus is the hope of glory. So, guess what? God is the glory. See, Moses said, Let me see your glory, God. He said, I'll let you see my back parts. I won't let you see my face. But guess what, guys? Nowadays, we can see his face. Why? Because. If Jesus is the hope of glory, then we have hope that we can see the glory. And that's what makes it available to us today through Jesus Christ. He made a way back to the Father. It's not what you've done. It's not what you have done. It's not what you're going to do. It's what he's already done. We just got to walk into it. Maybe that went over your head a little bit. But let me remind you of something, my friend. It's never what you're going to do. It's not what your works is all about. It's not what Jason can shine about. But it's what the Lord Jesus Christ done on the cross. It's not anything that we have done. We never can match. What Jesus done on the cross, we just can't do it. Can't do it. I, it just can't be done. It can't be done, guys. It cannot be done. Whew. Watch this. Isaiah 40, 40, uh, 41, 8. But thou, O Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen. See, God chosen Jacob. He chose Jacob. Jacob was chosen of God. See, when God chooses something, he looks in a crowd and he says, Huh, let's see. There's 50 guys over here, but there's Jason right over there. I'm going to pick him out of that 50. See, that's when God chooses people. See, there's many people being called, but there's few being chosen. When you're chose of God, that means God pulls you out of a crowd like he did David. And do not, they don't even meet the criteria of the call. But God says, you know what, Samuel, let me tell you something. I want that one right over there attending the sheep. Mm. But, Lord, he don't have no education. I didn't ask you if he's qualified. I just love his heart. See, God, see, we want want criteria. We want a man of God to live up to the standards. But God said, listen, you don't understand his heart. He loves me more than all. He loves me more than anything on this earth. I love his heart. And that's what God picked, David. He loved his heart. That's right, sister. Let's go to Ephesians uh, 1.4. He has chosen us in him before the foundations of the world. That is good, sister. Let's go to that right quick. Uh, I thank you for bringing that up, sister. That That is good. That is so good. Let, let's go to that right quick. Ephesians chapter uh, 1.4. I'm going to share that, sister. I thank you for that. Ephesians 1.4, guys. Ephesians 1.4. Am I saying that right? Ephesians 1, chapter 1, verse 4. According as he has, has chosen us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and without blame and before him in love. Wow. And having... Pre- Uh, precedented us unto the adoption of the children by Jesus Christ. So, see, he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. So, yeah, we was chosen by God, but just because God chooses somebody, don't mean they're going to do what God tells them to do. See, God chose you, but are you going to choose him? That's the question. And see, God always had a people that he was after. Jacob was chosen. But Esau wasn't. And I'm going to tell you why Esau wasn't, because God knew what he was going to do. You follow what I'm saying here? So I think here's what the sister is saying. The scripture says we are chosen from the foundation, before the foundation of the world. So God had us in his mind. Watch this. God had us in his mind before he created all this. So really that makes you older than dirt. You know that? That makes you older than dirt. That makes you older than this world and this world's billions and billions of years old. There's no telling how old we really are. So if God had us in his mind before the foundations of the world, then my friend, you were chosen a long time ago but predestinated, and that's what he said, have predestinated us into the adoptions of the children by Jesus Christ to himself according to God's goodwill and pleasure. So God had it in his mind. God had it in his mind to choose you before the foundations. But I'm going to go a little bit deeper with this, and it's funny this sister's saying this because I'm going to go a little bit deeper with this. in god's mind he already chosen us to be a royal priesthood to be a holy nation but my friend god knows where your heart is, heart lies and where your heart's going to go and it's because of your dna and it's because of your 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 iniquity to the third and fourth generation and god visits that by the way But see, God chose Adam and Eve in the garden, but he put the tree right by them. I'm going to tell you why he put that tree right by them. And it's going to get good. Why did God put the tree in the garden? I'm going to tell you why, my friend. Because God wanted to test what he had chosen. My God, my God. See, my friend. He chosen Lucifer from the beginning and made him the greatest angel ever and he was a top dog in heaven. But see, even what he chosen let him down. See, here's the thing. God knew that Joshua was gonna lead the children of Israel to the promised land. He knew that. That's why he told Moses, he said, Moses, you can't go to the promised land because I got a Joshua that's going to lead my children to the promised land, what I've promised them. You've led them this far, but you can't go to the promised land. See, God already knew all this. Here's here's what I got to say. We don't understand that God has chosen us from the foundation of the world, but God put the tree in the midst to test us to see who we're going to serve, who we're going to believe. See, my friend, let me tell you something. God will always put something in your midst. Watch this. I'm about to to end here, guys. God will always put something in your midst to test you and try you. He He did Abraham. Did he not? He tested him with his son. But Abraham passed the test. He said, "Lord, you know what? You gave me this son. I know it's my only begotten son. But yes, I'm going to pass this test." And, and even Jesus had to be tested. Why did it? Why? Why did the Bible say Jesus was led up of the spirit? But here, here's what we're getting to, guys. We are chosen. Yes, I'd rather be chosen than called. But many are chosen, and few are few are called. God calls many but few are chosen. But just because you're chosen don't mean you get out of the test, even if you're called or chosen. It does not mean that. What I mean is, some people got a good talk, but they don't got a good walk. See, and that's what I'm finding out in Christianity and that's what I'm finding out with people that knows the word and can quote all this and quote all that and and, and got a pretty speech and that's good, you can have a pretty talk but I wonder if you can walk the walk. I wonder if you can stay with God when all else fails. I wonder if you can tithe when you're broke, come on. I wonder if you can tithe and give when you're broke, come on. I've I've been there, been there, still do it, still do it today. Why do you think I'm blessed? I do what God tells me to do. And you can't say that for yourself because you've got a good mouth, but you ain't got a good walk. See, I've met so many people. Oh, they got pretty speeches. They got, (coughs) oh, they got pretty sermons. Glory to God. They wrote books and everything else, but I've watched their walk and they're not doing what God has called them to do. My God. They want to come in everybody else's ministry and and, and they want to run their mouth and run their ministry, but they can't even run their own. Come on. They, They can't even run their own. I don't think God's looking for a person that's got beautiful speeches, right? God is looking for a person like Abraham said, Lord, I don't have to say nothing. I'll do what you tell me to do when you tell me to do it. See, God ain't looking for pretty speeches, my friend. He's not pr- looking for pretty sermons. He's not looking for a word of knowledge. He's not even looking for a, a gift of healing. What he's looking for is faith. He's looking for belief. Are you going to believe when God tells you something, or are you going to do it? God tells you to go out there and walk around the car five times. You're going to do it? Do whatever he tells you to do, and then you'll become his friend. And then he says, I've chosen you. You didn't chose me. You want, we, you want to be God's friend? Believe in him. God told me one time, this is what he told me. He said, Jason, they don't believe in me. They say they do. They got pretty speech. But don't listen to people's speech. Watch their actions. Watch what they do. I'm telling you, there so many people I've met in the ministry, they got pretty words, pretty this, pretty that. But you know what? Their body language stinks because I watch them. I watch what they do, how they come. They 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 pop in these ministries like I hop. Come on, I, I've seen them. They they pop from this ministry, that ministry. They don't even have a. A spiritual covering either Oh I ain't being dictated in control sir I ain't talking about that I'm talking about Do you got somebody that feeds you Oh I'm up under God You Listen you got to be up under somebody too Come on somebody I'm telling you God said You got a bunch of bastards running around What you got You got people Let, let me tell you something You got people in the ministry They hop in there Hop in there They want people to accept their gifts I ain't going to accept your gifts I want to accept your character Before I accept your gift Because your character don't match up, listen, your gift will take you there, but your character won't keep you there, my God, my God they come in one minute, they go out the next, come on (laughs) They, they come in one minute, they go out the next I've seen people like that, man I've seen people come into ministries and that's what I'm talking about being chosen. That's what I'm talking about being a friend. See, people walk out on you when God still walks in. See, God has still had favor on me. How many people's walked out of my ministry? I don't really give a rip. People's walked out, people's come, people's go. But you know who's still with me? Him. Why? Because he's my friend. I'm his friend, he's my friend. So watch your circle. Not many people say that they can be your friends. Because if they truly don't believe in you and back you 100% and they come up in your ministry running their chopper and they got all these beautiful words, my friend, your beautiful words ain't gonna entice me. What's gonna entice me? You gotta show me some fruit, baby. Because Jesus said you don't know them by their their works, you know them by their fruits. Listen, I'll watch your fruit because your fruit tells me who you are and your identity in Christ. I'm telling you, I've watched people's fruit is so rotten. You know what I'm saying? And, and what I'm saying is they, they got a to come in your ministry. I don't even know why I'm harping on this, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to obey the ghost. I'm going to obey the Holy Ghost. Listen, they come in your ministry. They do all these things. They, they portray your ministry and all this stuff, and then they go out and it has these Beautiful, tossing words. And I'm not listening to none of it because it don't match up to what God is telling me. And, and you know, I don't really give a rip what people say. I don't give a rip. And you know, I, it, it, frankly, I don't really care for people coming in my ministry and interrupting what I'm trying to preach either. See what I'm saying? that, That irritates me, and I'm going to tell you why it irritates me, because Satan tried to take God's throne. Satan tried to take God's throne. And see, we're talking about friends here. Talking about friends, and, and, and Satan tried to take God's throne, and he tried, and that's what people try to do. They try to come in your ministry, so rude, and they come in here, they want to preach, they don't want to preach over you, and all this stuff. And what's happening is, is, is you're trying to take what God has gave me in my throne. Listen, God has gave me this throne, this ministry. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. I have some people. So many people come in here, try to, to, to come in here and try to take over. Let me tell you something. You will never, and I'm I'm gonna mark my words. You will never take over this throne. God gave me this throne. God gave me this ministry right here. It's my. It's 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 not my ministry. It's something that He gave me. And see, you got to watch people like this because they try to come in and try to overrule you and try to, to push you to the side and say, "Well, look, I got a better word." You let me tell you something. You will never come in here and do that. I'll delete you in two minutes. So keep on. Keep on. Don't don't dare don't dare come in this ministry coming up in here acting like you're going to overtake this. I'll boot you out. Anyways, guys, we always got people come up in here running their chopper. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, I'm going to go to this. I'm going to go with this. God is going to be our friend. You can't say that about many people. There's so many people, man, they come and go, they come and go, they come and go, they come and go. So here, what we're saying is, is this. A friend lays down his life for his brother. Some people are so zealous, but they have no knowledge. They got zeal, they have no knowledge. Adam and Eve was fighting not over zeal, they was fighting over knowledge. And my friend, if you don't have knowledge, you're gonna perish. You're gonna perish. Some of these people, man, they got so much zeal, but they have no knowledge. You're gonna perish. You know why? Because you have no knowledge. Get knowledge. Let me tell you how you get knowledge. Sometimes you gotta sit down and shut up. See what I'm saying? You got to sit down and listen. I, I got people under me right now. They all they want to grab the mic. You know what I'm saying? That's all they studying is the mic, the mic, the mic. But here's what I say to you: You need to sit down under somebody and shut up for a while. And, and you know what? When you get teachable, that's when God can do something with you because you 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 think you know it all. That's the thing. And I've seen people like this, they quote scripture they do do, 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 do do you know they think they know it all, and I'm rebuking you in the Lord because I love you, and I want you to get in line with God, and I don't know who I'm talking to, but you know who I'm talking to, and I'm rebuking you in the Lord because I'm going to tell you something this is a little bit off the lines, but I'm following the Holy Ghost, never come into a ministry and barging in and just saying saying this and saying that. you know why that is that's so rude for number one, number two. That, that's that's out of order and i'm putting you back in order as a man and a prophet of god listen i'm putting you back in order not not trying to be mean to you but you never come in and disrespect the man of god when he's trying to talk and, and disrupt and you know say this say that and and that's what I'm sensing here and, and and here's what the dilemma is right here i'm putting it back in order okay and and, and I wouldn't dare come in your ministry and do no such because that's disrespectful and that's dishonoring and, and and I'm going to tell you something I'm putting you in line you got a lot of knowledge you you got a lot of zeal but no knowledge and that's what I'm that's what I'm saying okay god bless you god bless you god bless you Never come in this ministry and think you're going to overrun it. I'll put you back in your place in two minutes. I don't care what you believe. I don't care what God is saying. God is a God of order. He does things in order. And when it's causing confusion, it's out of order. And you're out of order. And that's what I'm trying to say to you guys. Don't come in here throwing scripture at me. I will not tolerate it. I'll send you right back out. Facebook, boop, block, boom, boom. I don't think you just know it all. You know what I'm saying? You need to stand still and be teachable for a change. I know people's kicked you out here and kicked you out here because they got reasons, because you have no respect. And in the kingdom of God, we respect and honor one another. And he said, submit therefore one to another in the fear of the Lord. And that's what I'm talking about right there. When you cause confusion, when somebody's trying to preach and you're just blind at the mouth, that's confusion. And I'm rebuking you in the Lord because I love you. I love you. Don't think I hate you because I love you. Anyways, guys, that's all I have for tonight. Uh, God bless y'all. And sorry about that, guys. I just had to do that. The person was getting out of hand on here, and I had to rebuke them, okay? They know who they are. And if you don't stop, you will be blocked. You'll never come back on here again if you keep on, okay? I'm just telling you. You don't come on here and disrupt. Now, when I call on you to say something, that's a whole different story. Okay? That's fine. But don't come on here and interrupt what God, when the Spirit is moving, you don't interrupt that, okay? You wait your turn. Okay? You don't come in here and interrupt, interrupt, interrupt. That ain't God. That's not order either. And so I'm rebuking you, okay? All right, guys. If you want to sew tonight, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to sew. Give you an opportunity to sew. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to sow. I'm www.GodSavingMinistries.com forward slash partnership. I'm going to give you opportunity to be blessed. That's okay, sister. It's okay. Just don't do it again. I appreciate you. Just don't do it again. Thank you. I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean, sister, but that ain't how I operate around here, okay? We don't operate like that. If you got something to say, I'll put you on screen or whatever, but uh, don't interrupt us when we're uh preaching and teaching okay i am just being kind of blunt I didn't I didn't mean to put you on the spot sister but uh that was a little bit out of order okay anyways um if you want to give tonight guys there is a, a link up at the top here um godsavingministries.com, uh slash partnership uh you can give there tonight uh listen guys. I'm giving you an opportunity. And I told you before, I'm giving you an opportunity. I'm giving you an opportunity to sow. Now, we do a lot of things around here, so don't think that we don't do nothing for God and we just taking your money and I'm just getting rich, right? <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you something. I spend more money on this ministry than all of y'all put together. So, anyways, this is... Um. It's all right, sister. Anyways, this is a um, uh, Kingdom Radio uh, app. You can download it. A Kingdom Radio app. I'm just doing my job, sister. That's all. I'm just doing my job. I have to keep order in the house. You know what I'm saying? And I hope you keep ordering. If you got a ministry too, sister, I hope you keep ordering your ministry, and you need to. There's too many there's too many uh people out here operating uh not in the character of God, you know. We 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 m- as ministers, we got to keep order in the house. Okay. But anyways, it's good. Uh anyways, guys, we we Yeah, we we got our ministry. I wanted to show you guys this